Star Wars 7x7 episode 3268. All right, we're going to get back to looking at the Ahsoka feature story in Empire Magazine's July 2023 issue. Today we're going to talk about timelines because I think we might be looking at a time jump happening somewhere in the Ahsoka series. And we're going to look at that and the reasons why I think that. And also just what we know about timelines in general related to this story. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7 by 7 your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So let's start with a bit of a refresher. If you will cast your mind back to the finale of Star Wars Rebels, season 4, the last episode, the epilogue, where we get a monologue from Sabine Wren talking about how an attack by the Empire, a counterattack for the liberation of Lothal never came, and eventually the Empire fell. Then at some point after the end of the war, Ahsoka shows up on Lethal, accompanied by a couple of X-Wing starfighters to find Sabine, and Sabine in her monologue talks about how it's time to go find Ezra. Over the years, we had thought that it was happening more or less afterward, right? So just within, let's just say generously, six months to a year, after the fall of the Empire at the Battle of Endor, that's when Ahsoka would have come back for Sabine and they would have started their search. Since then, Dave Filoni has kind of coyly hinted at the possibility that it did not happen that quickly, that it might have been a much longer time after the events of Return of the Jedi when Ahsoka showed up for Sabine. But here's the one thing that I don't think we've considered, which is the possibility that this isn't the only time that Ahsoka has come to pick up Sabine and for them to go off searching for Ezra. It is entirely possible that Ahsoka's shown up more than once, they have gone off trying to find Ezra, have failed, and Ahsoka's dropped Sabine back off on the Thal only to return and say, hey, things have changed and it's time to go looking for Ezra again. I mean, if I'm not terribly mistaken, the last time Sabine actually set eyes on Ahsoka Tano prior to the events of the Rebels finale epilogue was at the end of Season 2, Twilight of the Apprentice, when they ran into Vader on Malachor and Ahsoka and Vader had their fight and she disappeared. Yes, Ezra managed to pluck her out from the world between worlds, but only Ezra had any association with her at that time. So Sabine seeing Ahsoka in the trailer and saying it's been a while, yeah, maybe that's kind of a coy reference to the fact that it's been since season two, but doesn't quite seem right, actually. It seems like it's, you know, I haven't seen you since the last time you showed up here. Plus, there's also the matter of clothing and hair, and yes, you know, things get contradictory over time, and that's fine, but Ahsoka's definitely not wearing the same thing she was wearing or have that staff that she has at the end of Rebels when we see her in the Ahsoka trailer, and Sabine's hair is long in the Ahsoka trailer, where it was very short at the end of Rebels. So that's why I think that we're actually looking at a bit of a time jump here, that we're seeing two different scenes between the Rebels finale and the Ahsoka trailer, and there are years in between those events. And just for the heck of it, I'll throw in the elements of Ahsoka's journey and Sabine's journey that get mentioned in that Empire article, one of which is the fact that Sabine is told by Natasha Lubordizzo, talks about the fact that 
she's still grappling with her loss, the loss of Ezra, and what she hasn't yet found. And it's hard to imagine a galaxy where Sabine would have been sitting on Lethal for five, six years, not going to look for Ezra at any point in that time frame. And then there's Dave Filoni's description of Ahsoka as a wanderer and being very lonely and being suspicious of organizations like, say, for example, the Jedi Order, and the idea of being a loner and how do you open back up to people when you're not going to be a loner anymore. Well, when we see her in the Book of Boba Fett, she certainly seems to have a convivial relationship with Luke Skywalker, and she's aware that he's building a new Jedi temple and starting to train students again, but she doesn't seem to be particularly suspicious or wary of what he's doing. She's not warning him off in those moments at all. And she even warns the Mandalorian off from trying to interact with Grogu, letting Grogu see that Mando was even there on Ossus. It makes more sense to consider Ahsoka a loner at the time of the events of World Between Worlds when she's rescued by Ezra and she leaves the World Between Worlds and finds herself back on Malachor. Like, that time period, and that's right before the liberation of Lethal, so 0 BBY up through 4 BBY, she is still in serious jeopardy as a former Jedi and an active Force user at that time, so it makes more sense for her to be a loner at that point versus after the fall of the Empire, you would imagine that things would be a little safer for her at that point and she wouldn't have to be so much of a loner. That's the point at which she would be coming out of her shell, comparatively speaking, and she should be a little further out of it by the time we see her again in Season 2 of The Mandalorian and then again in The Book of Boba Fett. So, anyway, that's what I've got for you in thoughts about Ahsoka and how we might be seeing a time jump looking back at Rebels, the finale, and what we've seen and what we've heard from interviews in, most recently, the Empire Magazine feature story for July 2023, and that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.